River Roundtable with Pastor Lou Wooten, Pastor Andrew Perkins, and special guest, retired Lieutenant Colonel Dole Pulowski, where we dive into the currents of the modern world and equip people with the truth that sets us free. Good afternoon. This is obviously not Pastor Lou. I am retired Lieutenant Colonel Joel Pulowski, coming to you from the wonderful studio here at KSLM, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM. Here we go. Turn myself up a little bit so I can hear myself now. That's awesome. All right. So welcome. And uh, it's just myself today. So I'm going to tell Army War Stories for the next hour. And everybody's... No, I'm not. We're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about all the good stuff that's going on in Oregon. We're going to talk about some of the bad stuff that's going on in Oregon. Uh, but first, we're going to make some announcements. As you know, uh, this is River Roundtable, uh, which is uh, affiliated with the River Church. And as you know, River Church is having a camp meeting this week. And we have camp meeting continuing tonight, uh, 7 p.m., going on right now, actually. So uh, go on by the River Church and uh, visit and... Uh, Get your Holy Ghost on because uh, you can get saved because uh, what we're doing is uh, bringing souls to the Lord and that's how this is going to work. So for those of you that uh, don't know where River Church is, it's uh, it's the building that is unmarked except for the glowing cross over it. It's uh, next to Harbor, Harbor Freight. Uh, and so we will be uh, on there on 99 uh, in uh, North Salem. All right. So we got camp meeting going on 7 p.m. tonight. Uh, it gotten going right now as well. And then 7 p.m. tonight, we got another start meeting. Uh, uh, also coming up is uh, the next uh, Let Freedom Ring March. And that will be uh, November 19th at uh, the Salem Capitol building right there. Uh, there is a, another rally happening today uh, from noon to four. So as again, right now uh, at the Salem Capitol. Um, and uh, I'm calling this the uh, the, the rally um, for politicians that uh, are, you know, desperate for attention. Uh, anyway, so because uh, it is going to be one of those days. All right. So there's lots of folks over there and you guys go on out and, and help them out and uh, see if you can make some friends, because that's what uh, that's what we're going to talk about next. We're going to talk about making friends. Uh, and how are we going to make friends? Well, what does it say in Romans 12.10? It says, Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. So what does that really mean, though? What are, what are we talking about there? So is that easy? Is that hard? That's actually pretty easy. It's pretty straightforward, too. Be devoted to one another. And that means... Obviously, brotherly love is a is that love that you have where you respect each other, you respect the people that you're with, you respect what they're about, and you recognize them for who they are, okay? You're not interested in making them someone new, okay? You let the Lord do that, all right? You meet them where they are. Brotherly love is meeting people where they are. That's, that's my completely non-pasteurized opinion. All right. Give preference to one another in honor. Okay. So that means when you screw up, admit it. And when you, uh, and when you need to be, uh, when you need to be adjusted, accept it. All right. Cause we all have those days 
And as his every day happens, and when you when you uh, need to honor someone, okay, you do so from a position of love every time, okay? All right, you do not do it from anger. You do not do it from spite. You do not do it from a position of a negative emotion or from a negative standpoint. You do it from a position of love and honor. All right. Okay, we are all of three seconds into this show, and I'm out of stuff. I got nothing now. What are we going to talk about? What are you talking about? Uh, let me check my notes here. Uh, let's see. We got, oh, oh, here's something interesting. So there's been a couple of debates uh, happening in the uh, governor's race. And uh, so Christine Drazen's been, uh, been doing well in those. Uh, and so the... the there's been a significant turn in the last week in the governor's race, and and that is a per, turn of perception. We've had four uh, polls in a row where uh, Christine Drazen has been leading uh, by a point or two. Uh, even one poll has her up four points. All right, so that the uh, the real clear politics average has her winning now. Okay, so uh, that uh, leads us to the to the real scary thing for Democrats that happened and that's that Phil Knight for those of you that don't know who Phil Knight is he owns Nike or he's CEO it's a public company anyway uh, he donated a million dollars to Christine Drazen's campaign why is that a big deal well a million dollars a couple of weeks out from the election is a huge deal that lets you buy all kinds of media that lets you get out mailers like crazy all right, so expect to see uh, 18 million mailers in your mailbox from Christine Drazen over the next uh, few weeks. All right, and you can thank Phil Knight for that. All right, and why does that matter? Well, because when mail-in ballots here that we have in Oregon, uh, and by the way, don't mail it in, um, you know, Dropbox it if you must, but uh, don't mail it in. Anyway, um, People pay attention in Oregon when the ballots come out. So that ballot comes out, and then they look around, and this is uh, this is how I've this is how I've seen it from talking to neighbors and talking to people uh, that uh, they look and see what else is on their kitchen table, uh, which ballots are the ballot is there, and which flyers are there, and uh, and then they do some some crazy math, and the next thing you know, they're voting for whoever the flyer is. All right. So that's how that's that's a very successful strategy here in Oregon and uh, and it works. So I would expect to see lots of flyers from Christine uh, and from other folks as well, as you all know. And then we'll all have a bonfire after the election and uh, and heat the planet up. It'll be awesome. All right. So (coughs) excuse me. All right, so well, let's go. Uh, let's talk about some other things too. Uh, let's see. We had uh, Lori uh, Chavez Dreamer had a debate with um, her her opponent, um, whose name is escaping me right now. But her, her last name is Skinner, and I can't remember her first name. I'm locking up here. Oh no! All right, so they had a good they had a good debate, but. Uh, 
Yeah, that's another one where where the Democrats are really worried because uh, Lori has been consistently ahead in the polls there and is consistently uh, taking uh, Miss Skinner to the woodshed in a couple of debates. It's kind of uh, because Miss Skinner is a very progressive person. Remember, she's the one who beat Kurt Schrader because Kurt Schrader was not progressive enough. She, you know, Kurt Schrader, one of the most progressive people in Congress ever. Okay, was not left enough for Oregon Democrats, so they uh, they voted in Miss Skinner, and uh, and so now she's hiding from that label in the general election. Okay, so don't let her get away with it. All right, realize that uh, if you go to Twitter, uh, you just just call her progressive and just have a nice day with it. Just have fun, be nice, but she is a progressive. All right, so let's see what else we're going to move on. Well, let's troll. Uh, let's troll some stuff here. What do we got? Um, for those of you that have uh, not been paying attention to election news around the country, uh, big news came out of uh, L.A. this week. Uh, there was a uh, company that with ties to the uh, Chinese Communist Party, um, and we're going to look that one up here real quick. And what happened was the CEO of that company was arrested by the L.A. County Sheriff and charged. All right. And I have it right here in a moment. There we are. Yes. Okay. So why this is a big deal is because the L.A. County election worker data was being stored on servers in China. All right. Now, this is not just... Um, the uh, the data that you that you're used to seeing, this is the election worker data. So this is the people that are working on the elections, their personal data stored in China. Okay, this same system. Okay, from uh, connect connect K O N N E C H. Um, <clears throat> according to uh, the New York Times article, all right, had secret ties to the Chinese Communist Party and had given the Chinese government backdoor access to personal data about two, of about 2 million poll workers in the United States. The New York Times needs to get an editor and build a sentence properly. But, so not just LA Times... Not just are not L.A. Times, but L.A. County, but uh, all over the country, because this county. Oh, by the way, this company. Yeah, you know it. They're in Oregon. <laughs> okay, so why is that a problem? I have no idea. All right, but uh, we'll just continue. Well, I'm not going to read you the whole article here, but they filed a suit. So the, for those of you that don't know about the movie called 2,000 Mules, uh, look it up and go watch it. It's kind of interesting. Uh, they filed a suit against True the Vote for defamation because they claimed that uh, they were not supplying the information to the Chinese Communist Party. And it took about 24 hours for that conspiracy theory to turn into conspiracy fact. Okay. Um, and that's how this goes. So that's uh, that the uh, the defendant in case here is a guy named Eugene Yu. Um, uh, 
And uh, yes, and they 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 of course you know trampled all over the uh, all over the usual uh, things of racism and xenophobia when trying to defend themselves against true true the vote, which turned out to actually be uh, an accurate assessment of what was going on with uh, Connect and Eugene Yu, as he was uh, supplying the information to a foreign government that would you know possibly be interfering in U.S. elections. Okay. All right. And I'm sure uh, no one is too concerned about that anymore. It's all good. Everything's fine. No problems. So what else we got? We got some other stuff to talk about. Oh, we got Alaska. So why are you care? Well, Alaska is a neighboring state, but one of the counties, actually it's called a borough. They're not called counties in Alaska. All right. I didn't know that until I actually read this. So I've been to Alaska but, you know, didn't really pay attention to that kind of stuff. So there's a, uh, a borough in Alaska which has decided to ban, actual, ban all the voting machines. And they're going to go to uh, hand-counting ballots. Not this year, ne- starting next year, because they just made the decision. And, it, you know, it's a little late in the game for this year. If I could get the story to come up, it would be great. Instead, it keeps wanting to forward. Stop it. Okay, so we're not going to read that story either. <laughs> All right. But that's where we're at. All right. They are going to make some things uh, a little different there. And all it takes is one, by the way, one county. All right. Because somewhere you're going to find a state. Maybe it'll be Arizona uh, with Cary Lake. Maybe it'll be some other county, Pennsylvania, who knows, uh, or someone we, we're not aware of. Which county is going to actually go completely Amish with their voting? And uh, and then we'll talk about uh, how different that county is from other counties uh, and what happens there. Uh, and I would expect it to be small rural counties, as you would expect, you know, first. And then, and then we'll see more of that as we go down the road. All right. So we are here 15 minutes into this show. And I talk way too fast. But that's okay. <laughs> Excuse me. We'll uh, we'll continue here as I uh, as I drink my tea. This is a this is an excellent tea, by the way. It's a um, uh, black tea with um, a blood orange flavoring on it. Yeah, very nice, very refreshing. So uh, yes, I'm a tea drinker. Yes, I live in Oregon. I drink tea. I also. Uh, drink a lot of coffee. So sometimes, sometime around 10 a.m., I switch from coffee to tea. All right, so you guys get to know a little bit more about me. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, it's all exciting stuff. We drink tea. We read the news. Let's see, I walk my dogs. I have two dogs. Their names are Reggie and Sam. Sam is a border collie. Uh, and uh, Reggie is an English shepherd and he's an awesome dog uh, he's solid black uh, with a little tuft of white hair on his chest and uh, he's a mutant so uh, so Reggie uh, English shepherds are normally about 60-65 pounds Reggie is a solid 80 and I have to keep him on a diet to keep him that or otherwise he'd probably be 90-95 um, and so 
Yeah, and he was when he when I got him, he was eight eight weeks old. He was two inches taller at the shoulder than all the other puppies, and uh, he came running right up to me. Uh, he had you know curly black hair, and he was all you know cute and bouncy, best personality in the crowd. Uh, and so it was it was you know love at first sight, so to speak, dog love. So that's how that works. <clears throat> and yes, so those of you that don't have dogs, get one or two. All right, if you have cats, I'm sorry. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge cat person. I did have a cat when I was growing up, though. But that cat acted like a dog. Yes. And I had another cat, or had a Maine Coon. So those of you that have not had a Maine Coon or a Norwegian uh, forest cat, they're very similar. Uh, those are approved cats in, the, in Joel's book. Okay? Those are acceptable cats. All right? <laughs> okay. And now I have more news. All right? So, breaking news right now. Okay. Um, uh, let, me, let me confirm this. Just a second. Uh, so, there we go. We're going to get a moment, and then maybe I'm going to break some news. So, you know, I have secret sources. <laughs> okay. It's different than secret sauce. That's a McDonald's thing. We don't worry about that. Don't eat McDonald's too. It's horrible food. Horrible food. Eat good, solid, grow your own vegetables, food. Okay. Uh, for those of you that ha have never seen my Facebook page, you'll know that I've spent the last year building a greenhouse. Okay. Um, and that's a lot of fun building things. So be a builder, uh, grow your own food and share with your uh, friends and neighbors, family. All right, so, okay. Is my source going to answer the question? I don't know. We'll see. All right, so there's another thing coming up that we talk about uh, here that's connected with the, uh, the River Church. We call that uh, Freedom Business Fellowship. Uh, I am a member. There are, there are many other members in, in the community, and uh, this is, a, this is a, a group of businesses uh, and, and people in the community, you don't actually have to own a business in order to be in it. Uh, you can, you can be interested in owning a business or you could just be interested in business. All right. So, uh, and we meet, uh, next meeting is actually, uh, Friday, October 14th. Um, once again at the river church, uh, the unmarked door next to Harbor Freight. All right. Actually, the doors are marked. I should say that the doors are marked as a as a Second Amendment sanctuary. <laughs> yes. yes. All right. So I'm going to break some news here uh, for those of you that are not uh, aware that someone named Christine Drazen is running for governor. All right. Well, she will be at and speaking at the next uh, Freedom Business Fellowship meeting on October 14th. Uh, at the River Church, uh, next in the unmarked, on the unmarked wall, next to Harbor Freight. All right. Okay. Why is it? Why do I keep making marks about this? Okay. So the silets. Uh, am I spelling? Am I saying that right? Silets. Yes, I'm saying. Silets. Tribe, uh, which owns the building, uh, painted the building. A uh, few uh, now it's like 
months ago, a couple months ago now. Um, and uh, this was a this was done as a ploy to get the River Church uh, sign off the building. And then after the painting was done, they said, you can't put the sign back up. Okay. So the River Church is not allowed to put its sign on the building that it's leasing from the silage shop. The Farber Harbor Freight is, the flea, flea market is, um, everybody else. Okay. There are also, there's also selective parking. So there's a big parking lot there, but unless you park in a specific River Church only parking, Actually, it's not River Church only. It's the only place River Church people can park. But if you want to go to Harbor Freight and park in the River Church parking, you can't. But if you are from the River Church and you park in Harbor Freight parking, you will be towed. Okay? All right? This is called fairness. All right? This is called equity. All right? That's what we do here. All right. We point out these things. All right. That the indigenous peoples of Oregon are inflicting on us. Okay. Why? Because the city of Salem has pressured them as well. All right. Okay. You guys remember that way back in the day, all of last spring, this all cropped up after uh, River Church hosted Reawaken Tour. Okay. And we had a bunch of crazy conservatives come into town and, and talk at the, uh, volcano stadium all right and uh yes and then after that uh as a result of our expression of free speech okay we we have been uh you know duly punished but that's not stopping the governor and um the future governor of oregon from uh, from coming to talk to us all right because why because we are a collection of uh, over 200 businesses uh that are interested in freedom Okay, that are interested in standing up against any more mandates. Uh, and for those of you that are unaware, okay, uh, Senator Merkley keeps pushing for Joe Biden to come out with a climate emergency so they can have more mandates on climate. Okay, all right, but he's going to hold off because you know there's election coming up in less than a month, and we certainly won't want the plebes to know about you know that kind of stuff. All right, speaking of mandates, uh, one of the biggest supporters of uh, Tina Kotek, okay, um, who I've had a lot of fun poking fun at on Twitter. Um, let me let me read this to you so I get this right. I don't want I don't want to get this wrong, you know, by paraphrasing it. So let me go to this right here. That, that would be Lep Representative Lisa Reynolds, okay, who tweeted out this morning uh, that she was going to go door knocking with uh, Tina Kotek. All right. And she has endorsed Tina Kotek and she has donated to Tina Kotek and she is in multiple photos all over the place with her. So they are very close in terms of political allies. Okay. So this is what Tina, this is what representative Lisa Reynolds, who represents a district in the Portland area, of course, uh, said about, uh, vaccinations, uh, just a little while ago, about a year ago. Uh, she said, that's fine, comma, really, period. We will force vaccines, period. We will make it a prerequisite, comma, through, comma, for indoor dining, comma, working in the office, comma, and furthering your education, period. End quote. 
So this is this is the plan. There's been she this tweet, by the way, still exists on Twitter. It's still there. I looked at it this morning. All right. Um that is a statement of policy from a Democrat representative who is very well tied to Tina Kotek. Okay. This is not someone, Tina has never repudiated this. I don't think anyone's ever really asked her about it either. I'm asking right now. Okay. Tina, is this going to be your policy? Should you be governor? Okay. We would really like to know. Okay. Because we have a voting decision to make. Okay. We want to know if you're going to force people to get a vaccination or anything else that violates their bodily autonomy. Okay. In order to get uh, indoor dining. Okay. Or work or an education or anything else that's tied to those, you know, things that you have to do when, you know, what, what are we going to get out of this? You know, what, what is the plan here? Okay. I mean, she's talked about going tent by tent to solve the homeless problem that she's helped create over the last decade. Okay. She was Speaker of the House for nine years and still, nope. The only thing it's done has gotten entirely worse over, over that, over that near decade. All right. Actually, she was in the House before that. So she's been in there longer. Betsy Johnson's, I don't even know why. She's not even worth mentioning. She's pulling down in the teens now and, and collapsing fast. That's a, that's in a, that's, you know, that's a campaign in free fall at this moment. Okay. So, oh, uh, I will mention this though. This is a safety announcement for, for people coming up uh, and Halloween is coming in. All right. Uh, the Chinese Communist Party, okay, through their intermediaries in, in the cartels, have decided that they're going to push out a colored fentanyl that's going to look like Skittles. All right. This is a Halloween candy and it's being pushed for Halloween. All right. So those of you that have kids and you go trick or treating, check the candy thoroughly, please. I know you always do. Okay. But check it all. All right. And look out for this because this is one of those things that will, uh, they call it rainbow fentanyl. All right. And it literally does look exact. Here's, I got a picture here. Um, I'm getting a nod from my assistant that yes, it looks like Skittles. Okay. All right. So look out for that and, uh, and you know, stay safe, please. <clears throat> Cause we're now here at, uh, the bottom of the hour on KSLM at 1220 AM, 104.3 FM. And this is the River Roundtable. Uh, I am uh, Joel Pulowski, a retired lieutenant colonel who spent uh, 29 years, nine months, and six days in the Army. Yes, I know that. That's because when you fill out your Form 1509 at the end of, the, at the end of your service, it is actually calculated to the day. <laughs> in order to get you uh, your pension numbers correct. Okay? All right. So I'm not just making something up, although I've been accused of that more than once. And sometimes it's even true. All right? So things I have not made up. This is not a made-up thing. Um, no, actually, I did mention that the... Uh, I was looking at, looking at some stuff. So for those of you that are not... Uh, 
I'm going to need a new catchphrase. We're going to need a catchphrase. All right. We'll think about that while we're doing the last half hour. We need a catchphrase by the end of the thing in here. So for those of you that haven't seen uh, photos that have been poisoned around, there's a, a trend going on now where uh, parents are posting photos of their children mid-transition. Okay. All right. Uh, I have uh, three words because I can count to three, unlike our president. All right. Uh, and that's called Munchausen's by proxy. Actually, I take that back. That's two words because the by proxy is hyphenated. All right. So there I go. I can't count either. All right. So uh, I've seen a bunch of those on Facebook and some other places there. All right. I also have a huge shout out uh, to my and a prayer request. Okay. To my friend Gene, whose dog has a uh, rare uh, disorder that is a neurological disorder. Okay. And for those of you that don't ever pray for dogs, you should. All right. And uh, the dog's name is Brewster, and he's a lovely dog. He's a wonderful dog. Uh, he's a German Shepherd. And we would just like to say a prayer for Brewster, and we would encourage anyone out there to say a prayer for Brewster that he uh, be healed of his affliction and and get better because uh, he uh, was unable to walk a week ago and he's uh, he's starting to walk again and he's getting better, but he does need your prayers. And so in Jesus' name, Brewster, you get better. Amen. All right. Oh, yes. And we are having... Yes. So we're going to do our first advertisement on... Uh, on, on this show, we're going to make one up right now. Okay. All right. We're at the bottom of the hour and uh, we're talking about all kinds of craziness. Uh, but uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, okay, I'm not going to mention the dealership at all here, but there's a 1970 Ford F-250 for sale. All right. At a dealership somewhere in the Salem area. All right. And it is forty-two thousand, almost forty-two thousand dollars. Okay, I'm just saying that's the used car market we're in right now. Okay, so for so inflation, yeah, not a good thing. All right, so so businesses that are in uh, Freedom Business Fellowship, you guys can if you join, uh, and dues are twenty-five dollars a month. Okay. Um, and, uh, so part of that is, uh, we have a magazine where there's, uh, advertising. Okay. And, uh, we will also start to do, uh, advertising for, uh, businesses that are in freedom business fellowship here on, uh, the river round table. I'm making that command decision. Uh, but I'm not going to change the name of the show to two pastors and a Pulowski. <laughs> I'm not doing that. All right. We're not going to change the name. All right. We're sticking with River Roundtable because that's an awesome name and we love it. All right. So our first advertisement is, are you okay over there? We are having issues here. I'm just sitting here talking. Look, I got advertisements from Lori Chavez Dreamer here because, and she really needs to square that up in my head because I keep getting those backwards. Uh, what, you've never thought of that? 
It's, uh, it's, that's what I think of that stuff all the time. It's how it works. We are not going to call the show that, all right, except in my own head. And then we'll just leave it there. We do not need a new show named that. That would be horrible. Okay. What's the best thing that's coming on here? Uh, let's see. I'm literally just scrolling Facebook and reading stuff. How does that sound? So we need to talk about, yes, we do need to talk. So we're going to go, we're going to do the advertisement first. All right. So the first thing that we want to talk about, okay, is, um, oh, I don't even have a magazine with me, so I don't know the numbers. Um, if I, my bag is right out there, if you'd grab it, that'd be awesome. And then we'll do that. Okay. So let's talk about measure 114 while we get that kind of stuff. So those of you that don't know what measure 114 is, uh, it is the, uh, the current gun control uh, proposal that's on the ballot. All right. It is probably the worst, uh, most unconstitutional uh, gun control uh, thing that I have seen. Uh, it's even worse than the 94 crime bill, uh, you know, with the assault weapons ban and all that stuff. Okay. This is a, uh, this is, so how unconstitutional is this? Okay. Well, for those of you that don't know, there's a thing called a poll tax back in the day, all right? And that was declared very unconstitutional, all right? Because, yes, voting should be something that doesn't require you to pay for in advance. That was the point of poll. The poll tax was to keep poor people from voting, all right? Measure 114 is designed to keep people who don't own guns from owning guns. All right, because you have to own a gun in order to get a gun on it. Uh, you have to get training and live fire at a range with a weapon before you can get a permit to own a weapon. All right, and that that's only, you know, if the sheriff decides that you actually can get a permit. Okay, um, it also says if for some reason your background check does not come back, you cannot make the purchase. So, uh, and if your background check comes back denied, they have to automatically investigate you. 90% of background checks that are denied are denied for administrative reasons. Spelling error, okay? All right, they can't read your name on the form, okay? Or it was typed in wrong. Okay, that's 90%. Why are you going to investigate? What kind of giant waste of resources is that? There's no probable cause, okay, based on that. The Supreme Court has already decided that there's no probable cause based on that, but we're going to make that happen. So here's our, uh, here's our first advertisement now. Uh, <clears throat> here's our first advertisement on, F on FBF. Uh, for FBF uh, membership, and and that is we're going to talk about we're going to talk about your local farmers insurance man, that is David D Brown, who right now has no idea I'm doing this. <laughs> all right, so he's on Commercial Street here in Salem. All right, and if you want to uh, look him up, uh, you give him a call at 503 and you can talk about your home, your auto, your life, and your business insurance. That is David D. Brown, 
Farmers Insurance. He is a good man, and he will not steer you wrong. He is a veteran. He will customize the coverage to your needs, and he will give you the options and discounts that you need in order to get the insurance that will make you flourish, okay, and cover your, uh, you know, posterior, okay? All right, yes, and, uh, and he is a heck of a drummer, okay? So... There's a shout out to David D. Brown, drummer extraordinaire and insurance salesman. All right. So when he hears this, he's going to laugh. And I hope I'm standing there when it happens. All right. Amen to that one. Okay. So I'm holding in my, uh, in my uh, never been nicotine stained hands, uh, FBF Now, which is the magazine of Freedom Business Fellowship. It is coming to you uh, from... FBF, uh, and the, a small team of great people and great Americans who, uh, who do not get paid to do this, by the way. Okay. For those of you that are, uh, paying attention here, I don't get paid to do this. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, the gold plated, uh, production team behind the, uh, behind the scenes here does not get paid to do this. All right. We are, uh, we are doing this because the Lord has moved us. All right. And it is awesome. And I really enjoy being a member of FBF. Uh, we get to, uh, you get to meet other businesses and, and other folks who, uh, who do all kinds of things in the community. I mean, when you have over 200 of them, we have, we have everything covered. We have everything from, uh, from insurance, uh, to, to food, uh, to landscaping, uh, to, to, um, to KSLM is a member of the Freedom Business Fellowship. All right. And they are an awesome ownership team too, I might add. Okay. We have realtors. We have, uh, all kinds of counseling help if you need. We have roofers. Okay. Um, we have, oh, yeah, that's a good picture of me and um, some general named Flynn, okay, from back in the day, from when he was here at uh, Reawaken. Okay, we had a good little chat conversation. If you remember uh, from that show, Pastor Lou did an interview with him, okay, to take that back. All right, let's see. Uh, we'll give a shout out here to Freedom Heating and Air because they are also members of FBF. All right. So, yes, join FBF. Meet your fellow freedom business lovers. Okay. And find an organization that is growing quickly and is going to grow huge into the next year. Um, and we are, we are right-minded people. Uh, and when I mean right-minded, I don't mean right on the po political spectrum. I mean right in terms of honoring each other uh, as described in Romans earlier in the show. Okay. All right. So as we count down here towards the end of the show, we got about 20 minutes left here on KSLM at 1220 AM, 104.3 FM. <clears throat> for those of you that have never talked for an hour straight, I'm finding this incredibly entertaining. All right. So we've got Joe Biden coming to town. Thank you for the reminder on that one. Uh, he'll be here uh, Thursday night. 
uh, Friday, uh, and he is here to save Ke- Tina Kotek. And uh, you know, <clears throat> yes. So the woman that is that is interested in making sure you have to take your vaccine in order to participate in society, okay, is going to be propped up by the guy who gave the speech from. <clears throat> uh, y- yeah, the red speech. We'll just call it the red speech. You remember the red speech from a month ago? Okay, that guy is coming here to let you know to vote for her. Okay, all right. And it's you know, and oh yes, by the way, she has once she uh, Tina has attacked Timber Unity. Okay, as a bunch of you know what's. Okay, um, she has attacked uh, any anybody who has ever wanted to make America great for any reason, again, or for the first time, or for whatever. Okay. Uh, And she has a huge issue with that. And I kind of find that sad and disappointing, okay, that she cannot understand that M-A-G-A means make America great again. It doesn't really mean anything else. It doesn't have any specific secret meaning to it. There's no secret handshake to get in that club, okay? You just have to desire to improve your country, okay? That's all. There's no, there's, there's no hidden agenda there, okay? There's like, oh, I want my country to be better, and I definitely want it to be better for my children and my grandchildren, okay? All right? That's all. There's th- nothing secret. No, no, no hidden, you know, World Economic Forum agenda in that at all. Just straight up, okay? All right? You know. Straight up? Who's not used to it? Oh, yeah. Oh, the Washington crowd? Yeah, yeah. So for those of you, uh, I got I to gotta come up with a new, fresh, new catchphrase. So the thing is, though, is that, which used to be a catchphrase of mine, <laughs> and I'm never going to use it again, by the way. Uh, I used to work in the Washington, D.C. area in crowd. Okay. I never was stationed there, which is one of the joys of my career. Okay, Uh, but I traveled there often and I worked in those circles. And the worst thing, there were two worst things that you could do. And kind of like a tie between how bad they were. Number one, you could do your job and do it well. All right. Okay, that was that because you made everybody else look bad who wasn't doing their job. Okay. And then number two was you could say you were going to do something and then actually go do it. (laughs) All right. Okay. I got in trouble for that more often than anybody else. Joel, can you step into my office, please? We have to discuss something. Yes. You said you were going to to release the information. You said you were going to make this thing schedule. You said you were going to do this thing, and then you did it. Yes, sir, I did. And then silence would ensue and tapping of fingers, like I'm, I'm tapping fingers. I don't know if you can see that. Um, and the boss that I have would be like, <sighs> he would sigh. And then he would say something somewhere along the lines of, um, that's not always the expectation we have. And I would, I would reply with, well, that was my job. And they would be, then he would be like, well, just go ahead and clear, clear this with me before you do it again. Okay. And I would be like, yes, sir. And then of course, by the time I was doing it again, which was usually 
several months later. I had a new boss. So uh, that's how that worked. And often I would get a new boss and he would get shocked by me. And they would be like, uh, can you step into the office? And I would be like, yes, sir. I would have, the, I had the whole speech planned out because I did it so many times, you know? I mean, it was one of those things. It was like, this is a reoccurring, you know, thing. I'm like, sir, would you like speech A or B? All right. Because I have several. I actually have A through F speech on this one. All right. You know, stay in your lane. is a, For those of you that have never been in the military, uh, stay in your lane is one of those things that people were told all the time. And it's one of those things that I never did. Okay. I'm like the bowling ball that went over like five lanes and took it. It was a strike. Okay. All right. But, you know, it was off a little bit. So that's, uh, that's, that, that, I said I wasn't going to do army stories, but I kind of did one there, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, oh, well. All right. So we got more. We got more. I mean, when I was, uh, oh, so here's an army story that's just funny. Okay. This is just funny. All right, so I'm in Bosnia, and I'm the brigade logistics officer, which means I'm managing ground and all kinds of stuff. And we had this large engineer unit come in, and they made this huge parking lot. All right, and I mean, this is like four football fields big, okay? Because it's for big earth-moving equipment. They were building roads and, you know, all kinds of stuff. They had some huge cranes, all this stuff. So, it was, And it's called the Heavy Combat Battalion. All right. They don't ever do combat. All right. But they are very heavy. All right. I mean, they had like six earth movers, <laughs> but they were in a different base and they were getting moved to the one where I was at. So we got their space organized and they built their, they built a parking lot for their, all their heavy equipment. And then they went home to the, went to the other base to get it and drove all their stuff back. In the meantime, we had other units moving in to there. This one was a signal unit that was moving in and they drove in and there was an enterprising lieutenant in the lead Humvee and he looked over to his left and he saw a wide open parking lot with nothing in it and he went, oh, this is perfect. And so he parked his Humvee and he signaled everybody else, go into this parking lot. So that was sometime around one o'clock in the afternoon. All right. And then they spent the next six hours setting everything up, putting up antennas, parking Humvees, getting everything organized, putting up tents. All right. You know what they didn't do? They didn't put up any lights. You know what happened right after dark? The engineer company came back. And what they lead with? An earth mover who came to that first parking lot entrance and turned left. Fortunately, no one died. However, all communications from that battalion ceased immediately because they had set up their antennas in a row right off that entrance. And that Earth, Earth Mover driver never even knew they were there. Okay. Wiping out, you know, a dozen antennas that were holding up networks all over the area. Okay. Suddenly things got quiet. It's kind of funny. Then the second earth mover came in and he was going to park slightly to the right. So when these Kamo Humvees park, they have a little pop-up tent that kind of comes off the back. Okay. Well, that's where he drove. So he took off the back end of six Humvees 
All right. He heard some noises as he was driving it. All right. At that point, the guy who was supposed to be ground guiding them in showed up. <laughs> and ground guided the next one through the wreckage without slowing down or hesitating whatsoever. Okay. Parked that one slightly more to the right, somehow dodging all the, going, went around the Humvees. All right. Then there was another, they got all six earth movers in. Okay. Before someone from, uh, from someone from the command structure realized that there might be a problem. Okay. I found out about it when the general lost his internet connection, which was one of those antennas. I got it because I was on the other side of the base and I got a call because I was, this was, this is like 11 p.m. at night. And yes, I was still in my office. Okay. Uh, so I got a call. The internet went down. I'm like, why are you calling me? We have a combo guy. Well, we tried to call him, but we couldn't get it answered. Oh, okay. What's going on? So I walk over there. It was about a half mile walk. Walk over there. I hear all the noise. All the vehicles are still running. I see all the headlights and flashlights and people are yelling out. And I come upon this lieutenant who was from the uh, signal battalion, all right, screaming at people for destroying all of his equipment. Okay. And, <laughs> and it was at that moment, okay, that I witnessed one of the earth movers back up. Because he had told them to get their out of his parking lot and some enterprising, you know, it was an E4. I don't know who was actually in the cab, but for anybody who's been in the army, you know, it was an E4. And so he backs up this earth mover. All right. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Then we ordered more Humvees. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So we shut everything down and stopped everybody from moving until we got light. <laughs> Uh, and then we had to, and then somebody had to explain it to someone else because it wasn't my, mm, <laughs> I wasn't doing that job. Uh, but I did stand in the back of the room and that was an entertaining conversation. I would like to say there was some yelling and some carrying on. There was a little bit of finger pointing. Um, and then there was something about, uh, you broke every, uh, antenna in the division and we have no comms. Uh, how are we supposed to call my wife? End quote. <laughs> Which was not true because we had satellite phones, you know. Uh, so it's wonderful. But, you know, things never happen. Sometimes things are, uh, yay! Anyway, so. <laughs> so. For those of you that don't know, uh, we were at uh, camp meeting last night. What what time did camp meeting last until last night? We started around seven. I stopped paying attention um, because 
it was pointless. Um, I'm not paying attention to camp meeting, but paying attention to how long things were going. Okay. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was late. Um, way late. Uh, the latest I've been up in a long time I might add. <laughs> yeah, I'm not 21 anymore. Anyway. So yes, my, <laughs> yes. Take a nap now. All right. Um, yes. So my wife, my wife just texted me. She's like, I can't wait to go again tonight. I have so much energy. <laughs> I'm like, amen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, cause when, you know, who needs sleep when you have the Holy ghost? Hey. Hey. All right. Who needs sleep when you have the Holy Ghost? He asked me to say it again, for those of you that didn't hear. All right. <clears throat> oh, and here we are. We are towards the end of the show. We are loving everybody out there. That was a good drink of tea right there. Okay. And for those of you that don't think tea is manly, I also smoke brisket. All right. <laughs> Uh, and for those of you that missed out on the way of the brisket, uh, there will be more in the future. All right. And uh, this, this reminds me of something I saw earlier uh, this week. It's kind of a funny, it was a little Babylon Bee skit. And uh, some, some folks were invited to a brisket uh, barbecue. They'd never been to one before. And f for all of you that don't uh, in, imbibe in the way of the brisket, you need to. All right. And so... Uh, <clears throat> we're going to roll up the end of this show and we're going to say that uh, everyone out there s support your local farmers. Okay. All right. And we here at uh, the River Church and at Freedom Business Fellowship uh, have, a, uh, have an outreach program for our local farmers and we're going to uh, be executing on that as we come into the new year. And we're looking forward to uh, increasing your options when it comes to getting fresh fruits, vegetables, and stuff. And so, this is Joel Pulowski signing off on uh, River Roundtable, and uh, we are keeping the sanity in your soul. Have a good day. That does it for this episode. And if you're interested in connecting with a community of like-minded people, please go to our website at www.therivernorthwest.com, Facebook, or download our TRC smartphone app from the Apple app or Google Play stores. If you like what you've been hearing today, I encourage you to go to wherever you're listening to this and leave us a review so we can make the show even better for you. Thank you for listening. And as always, speak the truth in love.